Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Okay, you guys ready for part two of Keys to Solo Longevity? Again, thank you, Dave Reeks, for inspiring this question. So before I dive into the second part where I divulge my personal secrets, here's the funny papers. In recent episodes, I have shared the name Jim Hardy and the Carpet Guys. He's a friend of mine here locally, and he's also an amazing example of someone who shares similar core values in how he operates his carpet and floor cleaning company. Perfect match to collaborate with the C3 experience. So the two of us had a chance to overlap service at one of our common customers. I was deep cleaning a showroom with my kids at the time, and Jim was there carpet cleaning the same showroom. So we had to coordinate We had a good time, definitely joked around. I got to take some pictures of Jim in action for his website. We were talking about how the two of us are going to globally dominate cleaning. Well, not globally, but at least in the community that we live. And we say dominate, we joke, but really we just want to partner up and help each other. Okay, Ken, get to the funny part. Okay, fast forward. So I'm wrapping up. The kids are already in the car. I say goodbye to Jim in a 10-minute conversation at the door of an office that he's cleaning. So an enclosed single office with a single desk. He's in there carpet cleaning in there. And I say, okay, I'll see you. I'm going camping this weekend. I'll see you at the next meeting next Tuesday. All right, see ya. Have a great weekend. Boom, out the door. Get to my car. Ah, oh, I forgot my water bottle inside. Oh, darn. Wait a minute. I forgot my keys. Uh, those are the master keys. So it's not just the keys of this building, but the other 20 buildings that are part of the C3 experience. That's not good. Well, there is a second set of keys, but our team member that currently cleans this building has that set. So I face a dilemma. Do I call up Joseph? Joseph, I'm locked out. Can you come bring me keys? No. Okay, the next option would be I can try and see if any doors are open. I tried that, and they're all locked because they self-lock once you walk out. The kid's wondering what I'm doing. So I went to the third option. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jim Hardy, for being here. He's inside the building. All I got to do is track him down. So knowing that I'm at the front door of this large 15,000-square-foot facility, he's at the other end. I didn't want to have to make him walk far, so I would just call him, hey, Jim, it's me. But I forgot that Jim has an answering service. Yeah, this is Jim Hardy's answering service. How may a director call? Uh, Yeah, this is Ken. I'm a friend of Jim's. I'm at the same building as him. I got locked out. He's inside. Can you transfer me to Jim? Uh, What is this about? Um, I just would like to talk to Jim. Could you just transfer me to Jim, please? I called his number. Uh, Well, can you text him? Yes, I already texted him. Now I'm calling him. Can you patch me through to Jim? Oh, I I can't do that. I can take a message and relay it to him. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll call you back. Not 
Thank you very much. I hung up the phone. Okay, so now what? I can't call Jim because he has the gatekeepers preventing me from reaching him from about 100 feet away. (laughs) So here's what I opted to do. I walked around the side of the building trying to remember which office he was in. I was on the grass looking slightly down at him through the window when I found him. And there he was, hard at work. I could tell he was intense, working on that carpet. And here I go, Jim. He didn't hear me. The machine was loud. Jim, I'm locked out. He didn't hear me. So I knocked at the glass. Nothing. I knocked harder. And then I watched Jim's reaction. He jolted up, looks to his left, looks to his right. He checks out the door into the main part of the office area thinking, well, who's knocking at my door? Because he was actually in that room cleaning and the door was closed because he had to get behind the door. So he was very confused. He looked outside. There's no one there. Huh. Must be my imagination. He goes back to cleaning. Jim. He's like, what is going on here? He looks around. He's kind of spooked. And then he looks toward the window and there's Ken waving and smiling. Hey, Jim, help me. I'm locked out. He cuts his machine. What? Jim, I'm locked out. Can you let me in? Yeah, I'll be right there. So Jim turns off machine, lets me in. I go get my keys. I get my water bottle and I get my Bluetooth case, which I also left there. I said, Jim, you're amazing. Thank you for being here tonight. Otherwise, I would have been up the creek without my master keys. In Keys to Solo Longevity Part 1, I established a few foundational principles. First of all, there is a clear difference in a Ford and a Honda. I prefer my cleaning machine to operate more like a Honda. They last longer and they require less maintenance. And I shared this from my own personal experience having owned four Fords and eight Hondas over 30 years. Secondly, we deconstructed the domination and longevity of all-time sports greats Tom Brady, Cal Ripken Jr., Serena Williams, and Roger Federer. Each of these greats believed very deeply that we will get out of our machines what we put into them. I shared the sleeping, dietary, and exercise training routines of each. Serena valued strength training through HIT or high-intensity interval training, while her male counterpart in tennis, Roger Federer, valued 12 hours of sleep every day. Cal Ripken valued exercise and strength training more after each birthday, which helped him to become MLB's Iron Man. Tom does everything. He's a cyborg. Can we emulate what these peak performers have done? We can try. In this episode, I will share my own health journey and winning routines. It's my hope that you can make a small change and yet stay consistent over time so that you can reap the rewards of a long solo cleaning career. Step aside, Tom Brady and Serena Williams. Here comes Ken Carvagno. No, no, no. My professional solo cleaning career started at 28. At this point, my solo cleaning stats are ranked number one in the industry. I guess that makes me the goat. Which means 
I'll be inducted into the Solo Cleaning Hall of Fame speeches. I just want to thank all of you people that voted me into the Solo Cleaning Hall of Fame. I have cleaned one gazillion toilets. Thank you very much. Oh, you didn't know about that? Maybe I'll start this Hall of Fame. Uh, Anyway, I'm still in the field cleaning every week, but nowhere near what I used to do when I was solo. I'm now 45 years old, and I have dealt with my share of ups and downs. I've torn both meniscus in my knees, left and right. I've torn a tendon in my right elbow, sprained my left wrist multiple times, wearing different arm guards and wrist guards. Injury has been difficult. I have also dealt with major fatigue, chronic levels, nausea, vertigo, and brain fog in my eight-year battle against chronic Lyme disease. I know what chronic symptoms are like, and I have fought through them. So if you relate to that, so can you. I have woken up at 6 a.m. to clean all day after no sleep, as we've raised five babies over the years. So if you're a mom or a dad with babies at home and you're not sleeping, can but I can't sleep. It's hard for me to get through the day. I've been there. I know. They tend to keep you from sleep, but it's worth it. I promise you that. Don't get rid of them. Just get the sleep you can, get your naps when you can, and do your best to power through your day. I just wanted to share all this to relate to you. I have been there. I have been in your shoes. Yet, I have been consistent for 17 years. I have not missed work. What has set me apart? I believe it's several daily habits that I personally do. Let me go through those now. Number one, sleep. I agree with Roger Federer that sleep is vital. Outside of my late cleaning nights or sleepless baby nights, I have disciplined myself to follow the advice in Sean Stevenson's book, Sleep Smarter. I firmly believe that sleep is the foundation of a great day. I believe it is a keystone or cornerstone habit. It's the one ring that controls the others. I don't always hit this goal, but I aim to wind down from the day, cut the screens off, take my nighttime vitamins, and get to sleep by 10.30 p.m. so that I can wake up by 6.30 a.m. That's eight hours on an ideal night. Now, I've had seasons where I get up at 8, seasons where I get up at 4.30. Just right where I'm at now, it's 10.30 to 6.30 on an ideal schedule. Number two habit, water and vitamins. I drink two pints of purified water or around 30 ounces first thing. This gives my internals a morning bath and gets things moving, uh, if you know what I mean. I also take my morning vitamins, including a multivitamin, omega-3s, vitamin D, NAC, and possibly other supplements that were part of a healing protocol of the time. And of course, I drink water throughout the day. Our family doesn't do sodas much or juices or milk from the fridge at meals. It's always, always, always water. I probably average around 100 ounces of water per day. Sometimes more, sometimes less. That's almost a gallon. I also do water fasting, which is not part of the routine that I would say you need to do, but I do that as part of an ongoing, just dealing with chronic disease and and getting healthier. The third habit that I do is Bible time. I love starting my day with my creator by listening to the Bible while I exercise, get ready, shower. I also enjoy reading the Bible or a devotional and praying. This sets my day toward others with gratitude. Number four, food. This has changed a lot over the years. Being Italian, I had my pasta time in my life, 
and my wings and drinking beer in college, those days have gone. I now go through different seasons and maybe I've been through a season of intermittent fasting where I wouldn't eat anything until lunch. I have also eaten very poorly in my earlier invincible days like I mentioned. Today, I do like to eat a protein-rich breakfast. I eat three meals most days with a healthy balance of proteins, carbs, fruits, and vegetables. I am also gluten-free. If I exercise first, I'll eat a banana and protein bar, then work out before I eat a larger breakfast or lunch. I do use caffeine, but not every day. I drink coffee, tea, or take a supplement as needed for performance. That was very helpful during those non-sleeping nights with the babies. Number five, my exercise routine. This has been on and off again. Nowhere near what Cal Ripken and Tom Brady have done, or Serena, or Roger Federer. But I do realize that I need to exercise more as I get older. My body will atrophy without exercise. I have experienced this. Plus, I used to clean all the time. It was my exercise along with playing with the kids. Now... I belong to the YMCA. I use the rowing machine, do a half a mile run, sometimes up to a mile, and then I hit the weights two to three times per week. Teresa and I walk every day together. She gets 10,000 steps and I get between five and 10,000 steps. On cleaning days, I probably get closer to 20,000 steps because it's a lot to walk around these giant buildings that I'm cleaning. And number six, downtime. This is important as my part of my routine. I love what Serena was talking about with watching TV and just getting down. I crave daily time with my family, Teresa, and I go on daily walks. I play with the kids. I go into the outdoors with them, with my wife, with the family, with kids one-on-one, by myself. I love to wrestle with the kids in bed. We're doing things. We're moving. But we're also vegging at night too, me and my wife, and watching Netflix, just like you are. It's fine. And then I look to wind down from that so I don't have the screen in my eyes taking in that blue light right before I go to sleep. That's not really good. So these are things that help me veg. And I also like for downtime getting out into the into nature, into God's creation for camping trips. I do this with the Royal Rangers with my boys, and it's at least four to six times per year where I can unplug and get in God's creation, like I mentioned, for at least two to three days. And it's amazing. My levels of stress go way down. Cortisol goes way down. I'm able to sleep better except for the rocks under my sleeping bag. And overall, I get refreshed. I come back ready to go and I can think better. So downtime is important to me. Now, this list is not comprehensive. I just wanted to give you an idea of what I do to keep healthy. I'm not that far off from the world's best athletes. Can you edit that part out? All right, fine. Yeah, I'm pretty far off. (laughs) But my habits aren't that far off. I'm doing pretty good. I can always get better, and so can you. I just don't want you to think that you can just wing it and expect to hold longevity as a solo cleaner. Yeah, if you're 22... You're invincible. I know you can do this. Eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want, sleep whenever you want, exercise whenever you want. At 32, you'd be like, I'm still pretty invincible, but that's when I started popping knees and elbows. And by 35, you'll be thinking, "Uh, maybe I'm not so invincible anymore. And then you'll hit 40, 45, you'll be like, I need some help. Where's that episode from Ken? I also want you to consider this. If you let your weight go, you will experience more fatigue and more injury because the more weight you carry around, the more potential of injury and all these other symptoms like fatigue. 
That's just common sense. I've experienced it. When I was heavier, it was harder for me to do things, and I got more tired. When I've lost the weight and gotten to an ideal weight, I feel so much better. I have more bounce in my step. Also, if you gain weight, not only are you going to slow down, but that slows down your cleaning, and you will make less money per hour, and so it hurts your profits. And in a worst case, you might totally miss work and lose your whole income if you get injured because of this. Longevity is vital. Keeping in good health and having great routines is vital to your business. So let's address a few final keys to longevity. I've already shared routines, so now let's go into these two, injury and disease prevention, and number two, avoiding vices. First one, injury disease prevention. After my various injuries, I worked with a physical therapist to figure out how I was getting injured. It turned out that I was cleaning with techniques that caused them the injuries over time. Here's a few changes I made. I learned to clean more ergonomically, more mechanically correct. I learned to use both hands to eliminate hyperflexing of my wrists, which can tear your elbows and your wrist tendons. I worked on flexibility to minimize squatting while I cleaned. I still do squat, but a lot less. Instead, now I can bend over at the waist a lot easier. This minimizes the stress on my knees when I'm in that crouching position because with the torn meniscus, that would be aggravated. And with strengthening my legs with physical therapy and hitting the gym, I've been able to strengthen my leg muscles so I never even got the surgery on the meniscus and my knees function just fine. I can do most sports and play with the kids and it doesn't bother me that often. It's pretty rare now, so I'm thankful I didn't even have to get the surgery. And that's because I mitigated. I stopped doing the things that were causing the injury. I found a detour of sorts. And so can you. That's how you prevent injury. So get with a physical therapist or find a doctor or a professional trainer, someone that knows proper cleaning mechanics and learn this stuff so you don't hurt yourself. Here's another tip. I work less. I chose to cut back my work week from five days to two days. This gave me an off season like the professionals. I was on the field for two days and had five days to rest and recover. I avoid adding weight, like I mentioned before. The less weight on my knees and joints, the better for me long term. And weight would also contribute to so many other diseases and cardiac issues. For example, I have diabetes, not me personally, but there's diabetes all through my family. And I know that belly fat is a big potential risk factor. So I want to keep belly fat off for more than one reason. Number two, avoiding vices. This one may be emotional for you. You may not like it, but I'm going to share it anyway. I don't smoke and I rarely consume alcohol. And I certainly don't take any recreational drugs. We all know that these vices shorten our lives and certainly our day-to-day health and stamina. I'm sure there will be those that disagree, but let me ask you this. Study the world's top 100 peak performers. How many of them smoke or drink or do drugs? Case made. You have to make conscious choices in your business. If you're currently doing these kinds of things, I'm not judging you at all. I promise you. However, you are significantly reducing your ability to be a solo cleaner long term. Plus, you're reducing your lifespan, which is not good for those that love you. So as we close, I just want you to know that I relate to where you are, wherever you are. Changes are hard to make. But here's your quote to take from this podcast. 
Yes, changes are hard to make. Small changes done consistently over a long time equals big changes. Again, small changes done consistently over a long time equals big changes. Do this. Go to your doctor and baseline your health. Set goals and achieve them. My hope is that you convert your machine into a long-lasting Honda like I've done. Study this episode. Implement it. And thank you again to Solo Cleaning School Elite member Dave Reeks for asking this question. And if you have any interest in joining the ISO model course and the Solo Elite membership like Dave, just go to smartcleaningschool.com backslash elite to sign up. Also, if you'd like to join our free community, I haven't shared this on the podcast, check out the Smart Cleaning School free Facebook community. You can search on Facebook or you can just go to the show notes and find it. And again, all of the articles and references, resources, they are all linked in the show notes. Thank you so much again for listening. Have an amazing day and get healthy so you can do this a long time. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School class is dismissed.